All right, everybody. I am excited to say that this is the last month of the school year, at least as we present it for Core Essential Values. And we've made it. We've gotten all the way through yet another school year. We're ready for summer. We're ready for a little bit of fun and enjoyment and definitely ready for some good weather. Um, so I'm determined to get through this last podcast in the best way possible. And uh, let's do that first by introducing ourselves. My name is Leslie Bolser and I am the creative director for Core Essential Values. We are a company that works with schools and communities and parents to uh, use a word a month to help kids just be the best that they can be um, in we provide resources for schools in particular curriculum for schools and for preschools through high schools you can find out more about us on our social media channels and our website and i'm really excited to have with me um, the same person i have every month who just even when she's not feeling it she shows up here to talk to all of us about these words and we learn so much from her it's dr beth Tramel. Yeah. I'm just giggling over here. I put myself on mute so that I, y'all couldn't <laughs> hear me giggling, but hi everyone. I am Dr. Beth Tremont. I'm a licensed psychologist and an associate professor of psychology at IU East in Richmond, Indiana. And yeah, I focus on making words matter for good. And that involves anybody who's in any kind of relationship, whether that is an adult and a child, it's a teacher and a child, it's a child and a child, and you know, I just try to really focus on behavioral and communication strategies to increase connection and um, get people to have better understanding of one another. And yeah, you know, I, every time we talk about these words, I, it's funny how the universe sort of like collides, you know, where (laughs) it's just sort of like, yep, this episode may be for me as much as it is for you, dear (laughs) listeners. So I'm just going to say that first before we get into this. (laughs) Absolutely. It's funny because I was thinking about, you know, how I was going to start this one and what we were going to talk about. And basically I thought, I'm just going to ask Beth how I should handle this myself right now. (laughs) This is exactly what I'm not in the mood for is to to have this conversation about this particular word um, where I am. It's kind of dreary outside. Um, and I'm just feeling kind of just not bummed, but just sort of like slow, you know, like, yeah, just, just moving a little bit like a sloth pace right now. And so it is very interesting that the word we're talking about this month is determination and not even so much the word determination, but the way we're talking about this month, the application that we're using for that is deciding it's worth it to finish what you started. Now, listener, one thing, I don't know if we've talked about this uh, publicly on the show. Maybe we, we have, have. <laughs> but, but, but Beth and I share what, a lot of things in common. One of those is that neither one of us enjoy finishing. <laughs> we like starting projects. We like getting excited and casting vision about projects. But the last one to 5% is just, just brings neither of us any joy whatsoever. Um, so here we are sharing with you insights about finishing what you started. So I thought maybe to ease us into it, let's talk about what that's like with um, with our little friends, with our preschoolers, pre-K, early elementary. How do we as parents really work on determination with our young children? Yeah, many of these things, you know, that we'll talk about. Uh, I know you and I will both be pretty transparent in, in our struggle with these things. So yeah, so preschoolers are, um, you know, preschoolers aren't necessarily naturally gifted in determination. So when we're preschoolers, 
we really struggle with frustration management. We struggle with um, feeling confidence in new things. And that's really some of the pieces that you need to have to be able to decide it's worth it to finish what you started, right? If I started building a block tower at my preschool and it kept falling over, determination is hard, right? Like, oh, forget it. I'm just moving on, or I'm going to throw the blocks across the room, or I'm going to scream and cry and have a total tantrum. So I think the first thing to realize is that our preschoolers, this is a skill they're still developing, you know, that it's okay for them to be frustrated and still hold determination within them. So I think, um, remember that determination doesn't look like that internet search, uh, image <laughs> of the person who is, you know, they've got their, their concentrated face on and they are really excited about being determined. And our preschoolers determination, the precursor to determination may be a tantrum. <laughs> and mm-hmm. you can, you can still say, Hey, look, we'll do this together. We'll be able to get finished. Um, you know, whatever this small task is, but it's okay if they are a little bit frustrated by it. Yeah, I think that's a great thing to remember with pre-Ks and preschool students is that idea that determination is a little bit of a, even though the tasks are short that they're generally doing, that it still can be a long road and that there may be some tantrums and some fits on the way there. But that um, when they do show determination, when they do finish something, the payoff for them is pretty great. You know, they're pretty excited for themselves. They feel pretty good about it. And it's really something easy for us as parents to notice and celebrate. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I think it it should also be said here with our preschoolers that sometimes their version of determination may look like physically messy. And so Mm. sometimes we don't give our preschoolers a chance to show determination because we swoop in and save them from the struggle or we swoop in and we do it for them because it'll be faster or easier for us. And Uh, You know, I think about those kiddos who have put in the determination and when they achieve that end goal, you know, of finishing whatever it was, like the pride, like you can almost picture a preschooler like turning around and looking at you and then saying, look what me did, you know, like, and that's because we've allowed space for them to finish what they started. So that determination, um, we have to sort of extend a little bit of trust, a little bit of space for our preschoolers to be able to do it, really. Yeah, for me as a parent, that was always patience. Um, most Most of my issues with letting my child complete a task had to do with the amount of time it took them to do it. Um, and where we needed to be <laughs> in those subsequent minutes between where they were and where they where they needed to get done. So yeah, that's a great reminder. So how about with our elementary school students? You know, I mentioned in the preschool age that you know they're not doing tasks that are 20, 30 steps long. They're doing really short term things, you know, things that may take have one step or one or two or three steps just because their attention span allows for it. But with elementary students, we're asking them to concentrate longer, to engage in tasks that take a lot longer, to get that payoff at the end. So what are some good ways to encourage determination with our elementary friends? Yeah, I mean, the same message that we just mentioned, right, that our elementary age kids have learned, and some of our preschoolers too, but um, they maybe have learned that if it if they say this is too hard or I don't want to do this anymore or you know they have a tantrum or whatever, 
uh, that then we save them from it. And that doesn't mean we don't help them or support them, right? But it means we have to recognize is this, um, you know, is this thing that we want them to do within uh, an achievable range of their skill set where I should let them kind of struggle through it, let them sort of have this determination to get done? Or is this something I really need to support them with? And, you know, I will share an example. My six year old, um, he's seven now, but he was six at the time. He uh, really wanted not to eat what I made him for dinner. And I said, okay, uh, well, you don't have to, but no more snacks, right? So he just wants to snack himself till the end of the night. And I said, okay, well, you can't have any more snacks. And he said, well, okay, how about you make me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? And I said, how about you make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Because I already made dinner one yeah. time. Yeah. And so he said, I can't do that. I said, well, you need to try. And so he got out the bread and it took every ounce of me to like let him spill jelly on the counter <laughs> and peanut butter. Like he's licking every part of his <laughs> hands and then dipping back in the peanut butter. But I'll tell you, he, he finished his sandwich and he took a bite and he looked at me with like the most joy that any person could have joy, pride. Like I did this thing that I thought was going to be so hard. And he whined and complained and said, you know, the bread, the bread's not doing it. You know, he was blaming the bread. And, um, I just sort of like sat there and didn't say anything, just kind of let it go. So he decided it was worth it for him to finish. And I just had to create space for him to do that. Yeah, that that's amazing. I, I was putting myself in the, back in those days with with those kinds of situations with kids and thinking about, you know, remembering when I watched my kids struggle through that, particularly, you know, with a cooking example like that, when you think about even as adults, when we make something and we've put so much time and energy and effort into it, how much more delicious it tastes, right? <laughs> that simple peanut butter and jelly sandwich probably tasted really good to him because of all the effort that he put in. So it was worth it for him to finish what he started. I think the other part here, right? So we're using these examples, but then I think sometimes our elementary age kids struggle with the deciding it's worth it part, right? So we kind of talked about this before we started recording is this connection between determination and motivation. Yeah. Right. So yeah. what happens when they're not motivated or they don't think they're motivated to finish the soccer season or the baseball season or you know, doing piano lessons anymore because they just don't want to finish out that session. I think we've talked about this before too, right? How do you balance letting your child quit something versus really pushing them to this place of determination? And um, even when it's hard, deciding it's worth it to finish. So I think the gauge that I typically take with folks and it's not a hard and fast rule, I think, but, you know, if your child is having, you know, really strong physical and emotional reactions to things, for example, every day that they have to go to practice, they're, you know, notably anxious or they're really struggling to get to practice or to the game and it's miserable week after week and you've given it three weeks and it's been six times where you've gone and it's miserable 
then maybe it's time to say, hey, maybe look, maybe piano lessons aren't your thing right now. And maybe we come back to them in a couple of years and maybe that's one thing. But I think if your child just um, maybe has a moment or two where they're like, oh, I don't want to go to practice today. Leslie, I don't want to go to work some days. <laughs> and yet I yeah. still do. You know, I, it's okay for us to say, oh, just don't really feel like doing it. And then you do it and you have determination and you're glad you did, or maybe you're not glad you did, but you did it and you can be happy that you did it. So. Yeah, th- those are really good points. So as we think about older kids, our middle and high school students, I think that's a really important point. It's that deciding it's worth it part, right? The the very beginning part and understanding for kids who have choices and for kids who are starting to have their own voice, starting to be able to act on their own opinions, you know, helping them decide when is it worth it? Mm-hmm. What are those motivators? What are those reasons why you should finish something you started? because what are the consequences if you don't? So how do you have those big conversations with a teenager about, you know, battling the internal feeling of I just don't want to versus the consequences of what this, what door this might close for you in the future if you don't? Yeah, I think it's so hard because, you know, our adolescents, our fifth through 12th graders, and at various stages, um, you know, depending on middle school or high school, the consequences are greater. You know, I think about things that are important to them um, or things that may be a struggle to them, right? So our middle schoolers who have projects, right? I, the number of times where I've had conversations with people in therapy about the stress, the anxiety, the, um, you know, the arguments around projects, And then for our older kids around, you know, keeping your GPA up or not missing assignments so you can stay eligible to be on the team or to um, keep your grades up so you can get a scholarship or whatever it might be. The trouble with determination in those instances is that the end goal feels so far away. Right, right. You know, and my brain as a 12 or 15 year old just can't see the connection to this moment right now on a Tuesday at, you know, two o'clock in my chemistry class or whatever, and getting into college, which isn't for another X number of years, right? So I think if we can plant seeds of determination, meaning what are the smaller things? So may not be about finishing, meaning college or finishing the end of this season or whatever, it's more like determination in the tiny moments. So how are you as the parent modeling or sharing expectations around what, um, what you expect your kid to be doing every day? Yeah. Maybe it's easier to, to have more tangible daily things that you want them to be doing, even if they grumble about them because they can't see the long picture. Yeah, that's that's a great point. And, you know, as you were talking, I was thinking about how finishing what you started has a lot to do with doing what you've said you would do, like following through on promises or being a trustworthy person so that even if it's a small thing, if your parents see you do that, maybe you'll be trusted with something bigger. If your coaches or your director or your sponsor sees you do that, sees you finish something, even when it's small, then maybe there's something bigger for you down the road. So I think it's it's not only to ward off consequences, but maybe also to set 
helping them understand that finishing through on what you started sets you up for other successes. I talk with my 15 year old about this, that she is a lot like me and that she (laughs) expects herself to feel like doing things. And so she'll be like, just don't really feel like doing my homework right now. I don't really feel like folding my laundry. I don't feel like doing my chores or whatever. And I remind her over and over, like one, you don't have to feel like doing it to actually get up and do it. And you're never going to feel like doing your laundry. Right. <laughs> like you're never going to be like, wow, I just can't wait to do my laundry right now. Yeah. Today I'm super motivated to clean the baseboards all over my house. <laughs> no, it's just never going to happen. And so if you, you know, find yourself or you find your child saying things like, oh, I just don't feel like doing it. Yes. And you probably never will. And you still have to get up and do it. Like it just has to happen. Yeah. Still has to be done. Yeah. Okay. So last thing before we wrap up today, we've kind of joked about how neither one of us really enjoy the last one to 5% of a project, but I know how important you've always talked to us about modeling behaviors as adults in for the things we want to see in our kids. So I'm, I'm asking you because I'm hoping that you're going to tell me that this one is the exception that we can just quit things as adults and our kids will still learn to finish them. Right? Do as I say, not as I do. Yes. This yeah. is the exception. This is the one where we get off the hook, right? Dr. I wish it were because that's what I keep banking on with my own children. <laughs> because Okay. Yeah. So, so, so help me though, for a person like me or like us who really doesn't who wants to just move on to the next cool thing that's exciting or that does give us that feeling of something new or something interesting, something that sort of sparks our attention. When we get to the end of one project, before we jump to that other one, what can we do to help ourselves stay motivated, find determination and finish what we said we would do before we move on to the next thing? Any, any good hints? Well, I mean, so in the best world, you and I would be able to have like self-imposed deadlines that we would do that, right? Where I would say to myself, I'm not going to start any new projects until I finish every one of the old ones, like all the ones that I've already started. And that's just like not going to happen. <laughs> so, right. you know, that's just I, in the in the, the best world, maybe I will develop into that person someday. But right now, what I have to do and what I sometimes talk to people about is the idea of having someone hold you accountable. And so you say out loud to someone who's going to remind you and hold you accountable, hey, by this date, I want to have this thing finished. I've Mm. been putting it off. I've been putting it off. I've been putting it off. And so I'm going to mark it in my calendar. I'm going to back up and include different pieces that I have to get done by said deadlines. And then I say it out loud to another person. And you know who's actually the best at holding you accountable? Probably your kids. You're freaking teenagers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it, it, um, I think the reason they love it so much is because we spend all of our days and nights like correcting all of their behavior. Yeah. And so it really gives them an opportunity to be like, mom, you know, you said you were going to do this thing. And in some ways it does like, share with them that the struggle is real. The struggle is okay. 
and reaching out for help is okay. And holding people accountable is okay. Like all those processes are actually really helpful for our kids and our teenagers, especially. Yeah, that that's, that's fantastic advice. Although I hate it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. The other thing I was going to say is I do think there's something to be said for, um, celebrating when it's halfway or when you're almost there um, and recognizing that sometimes just getting to the point where you are is enough, right? Like it doesn't always have to be perfect. Sometimes it can just be done. And I think that I get myself caught up in that and tying a neat bow on it when really just taping the wrapping paper on there is enough. Yeah. I think it's a balance of kind of knowing yourself you know, and I was sharing before we started that we have done this bathroom renovation at my house and it's staring right in front of me. And, um, my goal, I was determined to get to having a functional bathroom again. That was my, that was my determination was to get to that point. And so in my mind, I had finished what I had started. I was determined to get to that point. And Now there's still trim work to be done in like this tiny last corner that I just can't seem to get myself to finish. And the other thing I'll say is that while there is this part of me that's like, well, I don't care. It's done to the point of being done. There is so much value in really finishing. It doesn't have to be perfect, but to like actually finish the project and that feeling when you're done And then you don't have to think about it again. You realize how much time you've spent thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it actually took way more time and energy just living in your head. Yes. Yeah. So there's real value in like, and listener, you probably can resonate with that feeling of like, oh yeah, I did. I've had that experience. And then I forget that I've had that experience. And so maybe today is the day to have that determination to finish that project or finish that thing that you've been kind of having in the back of your mind, maybe today is the day. Yeah, that's great. That's great. All right. So when we started, I mentioned that if you want to know more about Core Essentials, you can find us on our website, which is coreessentials.org or on our social media channels at CE Values. Uh, We love to hear from folks. So please reach out to us um, and tell us your stories of when you've been determined or haven't been determined and give us some ideas of what you want to hear from us in the next year as we come back um, in August with a brand new school year. In the meantime, if they want to know more about your work, Beth, where might they find you? Yeah, so um, I'm actually working on revamping uh, my website right now, but it will either be at makewordsmatterforgood.com or bethtremel.com. We're going to be sort of switching things over, I think. But um, yeah, and I have two other podcasts, one called Things You Learn in Therapy, where I interview therapists and psychologists from all over the world about their favorite tips that they use in therapy with clients. And the other podcast is called Kids These Days, um, Need Us to Make Words Matter for Good. And I focus on everything kid and adolescent mental health there. That's great. Well, I really appreciate the time that you put in, that you did finish this school year strong with me. We finished it. Uh, We put the final nail in. So I appreciate that. I think this has been really helpful information. I hope our listeners have um, enjoyed our conversations as much as I have. And I hope that you enjoy your summer and come back refreshed and excited for August. We're going to be ready. 